Friends, if you found value in our discussions on this podcast, I do have one small request. Please share this podcast with someone you know who also has a passion for these topics. After all, we learn better, grow faster, and reach our goals when we do it together. Click share now and inspire someone with the gift of knowledge and motivation. Thank you so much for your support. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. We created this podcast with one goal in mind, and that is to make fitness education accessible, engaging, and effective for everyone. Co-hosting with me today is Coach Danny, and we're going to be chatting about gymnastics. This is stage three in our hierarchy of CrossFit series, so if you just joined us and missed out on stage one and two, please head back and listen to episode 41, which is our nutrition foundation, and episode 45, which is our metabolic conditioning episodes. Those are very good and knowledgeable, so please check those out. All right, Danny, let's rock and roll. So today's let's podcast, do let's do it, buddy. So this is where we're discussing on uh, the podcast today. Here's what's on the menu. We're going to be going over the CrossFit definition of gymnastics. We're also going to be chatting about how it differs from traditional gymnastics and CrossFit, um, why it's crucial for overall CrossFit performance. Then we're going to move into the benefits of CrossFit gymnastics. We're going to go over how it boosts body awareness, control, enhances strength and flexibility, improves technique for other CrossFit movements, which is a hidden benefit, the importance of mastering foundational movements. Uh, we're also going to go over some exercises, some suggested exercises, I should say. Um, we're also going to be finishing with uh, the best way to the best way to get better at gymnastics quickly, and then we'll wrap things up from there. All right. So I know we got a lot to cover today. Let's get into it, though. All right, let's do it. So I'm just going to get right into the CrossFit definition of gymnastics. I'm also going to define what the traditional term of gymnastics is from the dictionary. And then Daniel will kind of go back and forth and discuss it. But I'll just read it off for everyone so we all know. So in CrossFit, body weight movements are considered gymnastics. So anything from like an air squat, push up, pull up, etc., and we're taking the skills from the sport of gymnastics and applying them to workouts. So in CrossFit, the gymnastic label is applied to any exercise in which you move your body through range of motion or extended range of motion without an external load. So, tech, so isometric holds are also considered gymnastics. And so the CrossFit use of term of gymnastics is not only includes like competitive Olympic sport movements like muscle ups and stuff, but it also includes activities which the aim is for essentially body control. So yeah. calisthenics is considered is, is considered the same uh, realm. Well, they made it all encompassing. So the best way to remember it that I always remembered it was body weight movement in space. Mm-hmm. So that gives that that's that's a lot of variables, right? Right. Like you know, you think about any kind of movement in space, you're basically doing gymnastics. Yes. And that's the way they defined it to make it all encompassing. So it's not down a pigeonhole. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like, oh, it's only, you know, um, tumbling or it's only like um, bar work or things like that. It encompasses all of it. Right. So that the coach and the programmer has like can go from the smallest minute detail to the biggest, most complicated piece. Exactly. And I think a lot of people have a misconception that gymnastics is strictly only what they see in the Olympics or what they see in Cirque du Soleil. Or what their kids do. Or what their kids do when gymnastics really, I mean, at its most basic form is air squats, push-ups, pull-ups. You know? I mean, I'm still waiting. I have been in CrossFit for a long time, but when are we getting the trampoline? Like, <laughs> I have been waiting. The trampoline looks like fun. I think I can make the games if this happens. And before we dig a little deeper, I am going to define what the traditional sense of gymnastics is, okay. which is a competitive sport in which individuals perform optimal, was it op- optional? 
optimal, I believe. I, I think it says optional. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just reading from it. <laughs> and Stupid prescribed Wikipedia. Yeah, acrobatic <laughs> feats, mostly on a special apparatus in order to demonstrate strength, balance, and body control. Yeah. Wow, that is a mouthful. Well, if you think about it, like gymnasts are very specific to one discipline, right? They, they like to have one, one really go-to discipline and then they will branch out from there, mm -hmm. right? Like, so if you're like a tumbler, which is the ones that do the flips and things like that, they'll do like the, the flag twirling or the, the ribbon wand thing too mm -hmm. as well. Like, whereas like if you're doing the uneven bars, then you're maybe doing um, the rings as well. Yeah, the higher pommel horse. Pommel horse. There's a million, like, they, there's a bunch of different tools and aspects. Uneven bars, parallel bars. Yeah. All, there's, there's so many different variances. I mean, I think about when, when you think about the beginning of CrossFit, like, you know, they were, we were stuck doing one type of exercise with machine with machine work or maybe with some free weights here and there, but mm -hmm. we weren't really like looking at your body weight, like your, your range of motion, right. Or the way your body is handling load. We're looking at like just putting more load on in a specific range of motion. So if you think like, um, like a lat pull down machine, right. Mm -hmm. You're only going to get so much range of motion out of the lat pull down machine, right? Yes. I can change my hand grip, like, you know, 12 different ways. I can actually change the angle that I'm sitting, but I'm only going to get one range of motion at the end range or the, or the bottom range as well. Whereas if I did a pull up, I could actually do a pull up, um, on a straight bar. I could do them on rings. I could do them, um, on a whole low horizontal, like uh, progression rate. And so now I can change the angle and the diameter and I can actually hit different muscle groups that are maybe injured or maybe like are weaker than other specific areas. Right. And so now we're touching all these different muscle groups by making you do two or three different variations. Yeah, absolutely. And what, what I see, even with the technical de definition, as I'm looking back at it, it says demonstrate strength, balance, and body control. So, I mean, that encompasses, you know, everything. Even, like, that sounds I mean, like walking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for, for some of us, it is. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So we went over the definition. Let's go ahead and chat. Uh, and we went over how it differs from CrossFit, uh, from, sorry, from traditional gymnastics to CrossFit gymnastics, and let's chat a little bit more about why it's crucial for overall CrossFit performance. I mean, <clears throat> if you just break down the definition of the balance control, right, or just the body awareness and space, yeah. that's what we're, I mean, we're moving um, heavy loads, right, in fast directions. So to have control, right, to have like a, like you think about like a pretty complex thing in my mind is the split jerk, right? Mm -hmm. You're taking weight from the front rack or from the chest area of your body and you're throwing it over your head, right? You're moving in such an aggressive force and you're, you're landing essentially, like you're not pressing, you're landing underneath this bar. So you have to have the ability to catch it and have support, right? Like you have to trust that your legs are gonna move in the right direction without looking at them and your arms are going the opposite direction at the same time. So having that body control is like parallel. Like you just need that for like good health overall or else mm. if you hit this wrong, we've all, been in that situation where we land with our feet too close or with our arms just not in the right position and we kind of you know get a little tweak or get a little, little pinch in the side right and you're like oh i did something wrong right and you know instantly but it's like you can drill this with body you know with gymnastics moves or body weight movements to find the right positioning for yourself yeah and it's really important just for your overall health and well-being to to be able to control your own body i mean like essentially a burpee is 
getting yourself Gymnastics. off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, get, it's getting yourself up and off the ground. And if you can't, you know, if you can't do that, how are you going to save yourself yeah. in any situation? So having awareness and having control of your own body and be able to move it well is going to be beneficial in the long run. I mean, I think, well, there's two things that you can go this way. Like The first thing is, we get a bad rap from the mainstream, like CrossFit in general gets a bad rap from the mainstream because we've taking we've taken ideals that are very specific to a realm, like so gymnastics, right? Mm-hmm. And we've manufactured them into making high volume concepts, right? So like the kip, the kip is used in gymnastics to get up on the pull up bars, mm-hmm. right? To get up going, and we've taken it and been like, okay, here's a way to add volume into our training and to really test volume grip, volume lats, volume shoulders, right? And we've applied it in there. And we've gotten the knock because it's like, well, it's not real pull-ups. You guys do these weird things. It's like, well, we've adopted them from somewhere else, right? Like we didn't invent them, those pieces. So like, that's kind of the first thing looking in is you look in and go, you're not doing real gymnastics because you have this piece. And it's like, well, yeah, we're, we're taking pieces of the puzzle and we're applying it to the areas that we need the most. Yeah. And technically by definition, we are doing real gymnastics. I mean, yeah. But by the technical (laughs) definition, you know what I mean? It's just not, it's just not maybe in the traditional sense of what everyone is used to. Cause you know, people get so, uh, married to one traditional side of thinking and they become purists in that area. And then, and then anything other than that is dogma. Well, I just like the, the most dangerous concept anyone can ever have in their mind is because, well, that's the way it, it, it was. It's always been. Right. It's so always that, <laughs> that way, so it has to be that way. And it's like, okay, if that was the case, we never would have found CrossFit because that's what we broke the norm trying to build something new, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have this here and you look at these, what we want is full range of motion, right, is what we're looking at. A lot of times when people go work out, they don't do full range of motion, either due to an injury or um, fear or bad coaching, bad coach, or I was going to say body awareness. Well, I was just going to well. say like bad voices around them, mm-hmm. right? Like if, you know, I know when I first started working out, bro science was like, "Hey, listen, man, you you don't go full range, don't do full lockout. It's bad for the elbows." Mm-hmm. When really it's like, uh, if I'm not doing full lockout, it's really bad for my biceps, right? Like think about the bench press, right? Yeah, I'm keeping so much tension that's not great for me, right mm-hmm. there. So we found that not to be true, yeah. right? So what we're looking at is taking. I mean, I think about it like. One percent of everyone in the world who does CrossFit is really a games athlete, right? In terms of numbers. Mm-hmm. So the rest of us, we're doing this for fun. We're doing this for fitness. We're doing this for just something to keep us like motivated yeah. into. Yeah. Right. Just so we we have to stay healthy, right? So mm-hmm. as like a coach, as like a facilitator of this, how do I keep you healthy in those terms, right? I need you to get full range of motion. I need you to go the full length to get like find your limitations and then strengthen those limitations, right? Not ignore them. A lot of times like people have shoulder surgery, right? Or they Mm -hmm. have shoulder issues and they come in like, ah, you know, I can't do that. It's like, okay, here's 12 progressions to get you here. Sure, it's not here today, but if we go through these progressions of finding your range of motion and fixing it and working through those pieces, we'll get you here eventually, Yeah. right? Through time, through effort, and through consistency, we'll get you there, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's a hard concept right away because, A, who wants to do remedial things, right, when they feel like they should be doing harder versions, right? So that's one of the things where they fall off and they're like, yeah, I don't want to do jumping uh, pull-ups today. I'd rather do banded pull-ups because they feel like they work more. It's like, well... They're not, I mean, it, the, it, the resistance is too inconsistent right? Like, you and then I mean? you're not getting the full benefit. That's why variance is so important. Right. And it's like, well, so we don't, we don't get that. Cause we're just like, well, we do one thing and then we stick to it yeah. when really the coach or the facilitator should be like, 
I want full range of motion. I want this lockout, define it to them, show it to them, and then have them work through it at their best of their abilities. Mm -hmm. You know, just because someone doesn't have the end range of motion as some of us, right? Like if you think, I just look at our gym, think coach Kim, for example, amazing mobility, Mm -hmm. right? I wish I could be that mobile, right? Uh, Especially in her overhead positionings, like her snatch or her overhead squat, right? Mm -hmm. I would show that range of motion to somebody, right? Like, and you just look at it and go, this is where we want to be. Can we get there now? Uh, like, sure. Not right. Maybe if I forced you into all the positions, right? But here's what we're going to, here's our steps to get you there. Yeah. And then we have a guideline of what to follow, right? Perfect. It isn't like, oh yeah, I'll never do that. It's like, okay, I'm coming for that. And this is how I'm going to get there. Yeah. There, ha- there has to be a, a roadmap to get there. Exactly. And so that leads us up. perfectly into our next segment, which is the benefits of CrossFit gymnastics. So we kind of already covered this, but it boosts body awareness and control. It enhances strength and flexibility, improves technique and performance in other CrossFit movements. And it's important to master these foundational movements because it does set you up for success later on in life and for later on when you progress to more advanced movements. Um, so let's chat a little bit about all these points that I just listed <laughs> off. That's a lot. <laughs> and check. Yeah. So we've covered a few of these already, right? With kind of the demos that we talked about. What I would tell you is like, look, we all want to get stronger, right? So how do we get stronger? Well, we got to have control of the body, right? If you think about, if I was to say, hey, let's let's go out and get faster at running, right? We don't just keep running the same distance over and over again, right? We got to work on our like foot stepping, like how, how far apart are our feet at distance, right? Are we sprinting? Are we not? Are we landing a full foot, not full foot, right? Those are aspects you would look at if you were going to coach someone through running, okay? Mm-hmm. If we're doing weightlifting, right? Or anything like, let's just take weightlifting, for example, because that's sexy. That's what we like. That's what we all came for, Right. If we're doing weightlifting, it's like, all right, you're missing the lift in this area. We say that a lot to people and people are like, what does that really mean? It mm-hmm. means that you're lacking some sort of stability in your in your core or shoulder or leg that is causing you to land too far forward, right? Yeah, and a lot of people want to skip right to weightlifting when really, if you don't have control over your own body first and you don't have the body awareness, you don't have the midline stability, how can you control an external right. load? And like it, it gets a little bit more... De- like. A good example of this is myself, right? I came, I was very good at, I was pretty solid at weightlifting. I felt really comfortable in a lot of the weightlifting I did, but I got stuck in a lot of numbers, right? I couldn't, I couldn't get over certain percentages of my lifts and I was having a really hard time with it, mm-hmm. especially with my overhead, my overhead pressing and my overhead ability to hold things over my head was just ridiculous, right? But it stemmed to my handstand pushup progression. I was really bad at doing handstand pushups, like strict handstand pushups were almost impossible, Right. So I, you know, kipping is where I was at. And then I took the time, like we took the time to work. I mean, I couldn't even handstand walk like two feet without eating it, you know? So we took the time on working handstand stability for me, like holding handstands forever, right? Mm -hmm. Doing progressions like to a a target, like to an ab mat, like or low progression handstand, strict handstand Mm pushups. I did a lot of core work of strengthening those positions. And then when you know, like I'm, putting like, you know, I'm at the age where PRs are not coming very often, mm-hmm. right? Like I, at a certain point your body gets old enough and it, you know, you've had your, your past, your, your areas of when you're going to grow and things like that, you're not going to PR, right? Like you're just going to stay within a certain range of numbers, but like be able to hit all my clean and jerks or my snatches on at frequently and to stay healthy and to stay going the way I am. It's like, that, per, that all comes back to like increasing my shoulder health, increasing my scapula health, increasing my lat health by doing body weight awareness drills instead of just doing weightlifting progressions, right? Yeah, That's where can, that came yeah, from. Yeah, you can only do so much volume when it comes to weightlifting, when it, but when it comes to body weight 
movements and calisthenics is that's a lot easier on the nervous system. So you can get a lot more volume in and it also will build muscle. It will strengthen your tendons, uh, your ligaments. It'll just make you more resilient because you, you can just do more of it. I mean, and at the end of the day, it's taxing. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you can move your body. Well, like we're made to move our own body, right? Like when you start adding external load to it, that's when the body starts to like really yeah. accelerate. But I mean, like if we wanted to do a thousand pushups today, sure, we probably couldn't do it at one time. But if I gave you 24 hours and you worked out so many, like you did so many pushups every hour, you could do it. You can make yourself through it. Like yeah. You can progress. You'd be it. sore, but you could do it. Right. Like, <laughs> but it wouldn't be like, it'd be soreness. It wouldn't be like pain. It wouldn't be like I tore something or yes, I broke something. Exactly. Right? Like if, if you did a thousand thrusters, thr- thrusters <laughs> at 135, then that'd be a different story. You couldn't even say that. That's how terrible that was. Exactly. We, we can't even say that without throwing up. Uh, so, and also it's important to remember that, you know, low skill gymnastics are also more forgiving if you mess up on the mechanics of it. So for example, like you know, you can mess up an air squat and the chance of you getting injured is pretty low. But if you mess up your squat mechanics on a one rep max, things can go wrong pretty quickly and the and, risk factor goes up. And I would also like relate this to everyone else too. It's like the reason you start with foundational movements of body weight, right? If you think about it, you start with the air squat, the push up, right? Um, maybe even some handstands type progressions is because your, your uh, body weight movements should mimic your barbell movements as well. Yeah. Right. Like they, like if, if I have really a poor air squat, well, guess what? My back squat's going to be very poor mm-hmm. because my mechanics are not going to transfer well. And right? from a coaching standpoint, that lets us identify weak areas or range of motion areas or mobility issues that we can address. And then that, you know, gives us a warning sign before we start adding an external load to you. Or we're like, we can prep, like we know it's coming and we can prep through foundational pieces going into it. Like if I know you're having a hard time with your ankle stability, like if ankles are a problem, I know that's a thing, you know, like at, like there's going to be a real limit to letting you go. So we might have to do like remedial box squats or something squats the target with load to help you ease into it so that you don't wind up hurting a knee or a hip because of this one problem that you have that we can't, that we're working on as we progress, yeah, right? Absolutely. That leads us perfectly into our last one. Let's go and go into our final phase, which is the best way to get better at gymnastics quickly. Yes, the moment you've all been waiting for because <laughs> everybody wants to get better at things quickly um, and they also want the best. So Danny, let's chat a little <laughs> bit. I, th- I think we both know the answer to this, yeah. but I mean, you need to get coaching first and foremost. You really need it for two points, right? Point A would be you need to know what you're doing wrong, right? It's hard to identify problems by yourself, okay? I use myself as an example, right? It was hard for me to identify that, hey, I'm missing a split jerk at like 275 because my core is super weak and my lats don't have the volume to hold this over my head. Mm -hmm. Now, in my mind, I'm like, what are you talking about? I can do so many pull-ups, right? But with the terms of what the coach is seeing, they're like, no, no, no. We need to strengthen this part of your body because here's why. You here's test A. You're so like you're in the bottom one percent of test A. Here's test B. You're in the top, you know, ten percent over here. It needs to be in the middle. You need to be, like move it up, right? So right away, you need need someone externally identifying flaws right away. Okay, that's one reason. Two, you need someone to map a plan out for you. You need someone that's going to hold accountability towards that plan. It's easy to say, hey. Matt, your core is weak. Do more core work. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Core work that you like, right? Sit-ups, maybe GHC sit-ups. Maybe you throw some toes to bar in there when really you should be doing L-sit holds. You should be doing hollow holds, supermans, right? Russian twists. There's a plethora of things and you need the coach to 
map that out and then yeah. be like, did you do this? Let, let's be real that the chances of you actually identifying what you need to do to get better is very low. And then even if you do know what to do, the chance of you actually executing on that or is, sticking very, to it. is even lower. Yeah. I would say like, it's easy to draw a plan out. Like everyone, it's easy to write it out, right? Like yeah. you're like, it's oh, really yeah, easy. I'll do X, Y, Z. And then, and then following through is you know, a whole nother story. Exactly. Like Monday, Tuesday comes in. All right, I'm tired. Wednesday, Thursday, like, uh, like I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. I know. I agree. I <laughs> yeah. don't want to do it either. Believe me. So you need someone who's going to, it, it, it sounds like it, it does sound kind of like not dumb, but it does sound kind of low on the, the bar. But honestly, having someone stick, like having someone say it out loud, like, hey, this is my goal. This is what I want to do. Right. And then have someone write that down and go, this is what you said to me. This is what I'm holding you to. And Here's this, is, our, this is also how to do it. Here's right. your roadmap. On Here's how your roadmap right here. And then let's go and do this. Right. Yeah. And the, the only way you won't be successful is if you don't listen yeah. and you don't follow the plan and execute on it. The biggest problem I see with everyone, right? And this is and this is from like beginner to intermediate to advanced. The biggest problem I see is we don't stick to the laid out plan, right? We get like so if the goal is let's just take the bar muscle up because we've been working that a lot at Red Bluff, right? Mm -hmm. Our goal is to get 15 bar muscle ups unbroken. It's on the board. We've shown you and that's what we want, right? So a lot of people's first ideal is to get one bar muscle up, right? Well, the plan is written out for you to get 15 unbroken and we're going to work you through it. Now, you can't see the master plan because, right, the coach has got it. Lit and they're guiding you along the process. Mm -hmm. But right away, as soon as we get one or two and we start getting the strength, like, I'm, I'm, they jump off the plan. I don't need that anymore. I'll do this, right? And it's like, and then after like, three or four months, they got to come back and like, all right, now I got to do better at getting like four or five. And you're like, yeah, if you just would have stuck to the plan, we would be there already. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you just set yourself back because you jumped over the, yeah, the fence. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy to get distracted and get bright, shiny object syndrome. You got to stay focused and stay, stay on task at all. Times. Because it's hard. Like, let's be honest. Like after a workout, like you do, it's not sexy to go sit in the back and do, you know, remedial L sit progressions, because that's what you need to work is your lower ab hip flexor thing after a workout. And you do like, you know, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, you do that for like 10 rounds and that's, that's your accessories for the day. Exactly. You go home, right? Everyone's like, well, what about biceps? What about triceps? What yeah. about this? And you're like, yeah, not today, man. Yeah. Well, a coach can also help you walk that fine line also of knowing if you're doing enough or if you're doing too little. And a lot of times, you know, it's really hard to find that line even for a coach when you're coaching someone. So yeah. being, being able to work with someone and being like, okay, we're not pushing hard enough in this area specifically. You're pushing hard here but we need to ramp it up here and back off on here to, in yeah. order to be as optimal as possible. Because I mean, people don't realize how much time they waste by not training in an optimal zone. Yeah. It, we waste time like training in the zone that we, I mean, I'll just use myself again, man. I, I hate doing cardio work because I always thought I was really good at it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of time doing more weightlifting and things like that. And when the reality sets in that, Hey, you're really bad at gymnastics and you're really bad at like transitioning for your cardio and someone comes in and they're like, you're not lifting for the whole week. And you're like, what do you mean? I'm going to lose all my gains. Like, no, yeah, you're not. exactly. Because you think you're going to lose everything <laughs> yeah. that you are good at by right. focusing on some of your weaknesses. That's always my biggest fear. I'm always like, oh my God, what do you mean? And it's like, I can't tell you how many times like I haven't cleaner jerked or snatched for two weeks. And then I come back and PR like I come back and I hit a lift I haven't hit in like two or three months. Yeah. Right. Like it's amazing how it, tra it, it cross transfers over, yeah. but it takes someone to sh like, you can't see the path, right? If we could, we'd all be experts at 
making our own body better. Yeah. Right? I, I, another good example is when we first started working with Coach Kim. So she used to work one-on-one and get private programming from yeah. a coach, and she wouldn't work out with our classes. She would always work out during open gym, so she wouldn't do any Red Wolf programming. Mm-hmm. And what happened was once she moved over to Strictly Us and she started working out with classes and started seeing the progressions, and she was kind of worried. She was like... Um, you know, back then she was, she's just, she was, she's stronger now, but back then she was known for her strength, but that was about it. She was, she wasn't that great at really at anything else, like no offense, but she just wasn't, she no, wasn't she as was, balanced as she, she was a great, been. great weightlifter. And yeah. Yeah. But her gymnastics, gymnastics was very and, her, and her conditioning wasn't very good yeah, and or, or her, her, um, her, her overall aerobic base wasn't very yeah. good. But then when, once we start working on that, she was really afraid at first. Cause she's like, I think I'm going to get weaker. Yeah. And <laughs> lo and behold, she's like putting up weights that she's never put up before by lifting actually less and then she's like uh she's she her conditioning's better her her aerobic base is better her gymnastics are better like i've never seen her in such good shape before and she's actually training with less with with less things but she just sticks with the plan and she doesn't deviate from the plan and then she gets results from it i mean that's a great example like i've seen that firsthand too over the last couple years too with her and i it's hard to like look at her now but like you know she was not the animal that she is now. Like she was not. Like, no. Now she's like you're like oh no. Like she's gonna. She's smoke gotten me. so good. Yeah. She's gotten yeah. so good. So in a nutshell, everybody, get a coach because they can help you walk the fine line of doing uh, either too much or too little. They will definitely help you get in the optimal training zone. I would also say this too, right? At Red Wolf, what do we do for our um, our extra programming? We make it a group effort, right? Mm-hmm. We make it a community effort. It's not just traditionally one on one. We put it in the group right? Which is our build and burn. And we throw it out there and then you have accountability partners other than your coach, yes. right? Like you, Hey, who's doing the build and burn after class? You hear it every day, right? You watch them throw down, you watch the commitment, people go and do it. And then you have someone who's going to stand next to you and be like, Hey, listen, let's do the rows. Hey, let's do the flies. Hey, let's do these, these, these workouts that are going to help you get better, but you would suck to do it by yourself. So it helps to have a community based aspect towards that. So I yeah. would say that too. find you, not just a good coach who's going to watch it, critique it and give you a path, but finding like partners who are going to help guide you through it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, if you guys are at Red Wolf and you guys are looking to get some extra training and definitely check out our six thirty bodybuilding class, it doesn't cost you anything. So it'll definitely give you guys some extra work to get done. Getting um, thick. And then back to kind of like the summary of the coaching is that, you know, you also get personalization. So, you know, tailored training to suit your fitness level and address specific weaknesses. You're going to get technique optimization. So you're going to be able to fine tune your movements and drastically improve your performance a lot faster, especially if you were doing that on your own. And then finally, efficiency. So coaches, what we do is we guide you to get the maximum amount of results in less time. Because believe me, I've take it from someone who's tried to figure out on their own it's you waste a lot of time and you know we're not going to get more of that so any final thoughts here danny before i summarize the entire podcast nope sounds good to me like we've all been there so find a way to get out of the rut find a way to get better this is the time of year to do it we're in october november december this is the time to get better for the new year so Good luck with it. Yeah, let's finish strong, everyone. All right, so uh, just to sum up today's podcast, we define what CrossFit Gymnastics is, which is just simply uh, taking skills from the sport and gymnastics and applying them to workouts. So anything through range of motion, um, it's any body weight, any body weight movement that requires body control, 
balance and strength and it's crucial for crossfit performance because it boosts uh like we said body awareness and control enhances strength and flexibility and improves technique for other crossfit movements and it lays the foundation for more advanced movements moving on and then finally uh having coaching is definitely going to optimize your training because they will help you get the maximum amount of results in less time, which is what everybody wants at the end of the day. Well, that sums things up. Oh, our next podcast, we're going to be chatting about weightlifting, weightlifting. which is going to be fun, weightlifting and throwing. So that's going to be stage four in our podcast. So definitely tune into that one. We'll let you know when that one's released. Uh, and I should probably do my sign off. Here we yeah. go. So Take it thank off. you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and please send us some messages there. We're always looking for new podcast topics. Until next time, good luck. Have fun. Nailed, Nailed it. it.